right, what is going on, guys? You're listening to The International Connection. This is Jack Sandhu. And finally, we have reached the 30th episode milestone for this podcast. I can't tell you how important this is for me. I've always dreamt about this. And to celebrate this, you know, I've got the perfect guest in the studio with me right now. So welcome to The International Connection for the first time, Christine Liu. Thank you so much, Jack, for having me. I'm so excited to be on here and to celebrate this milestone with you. Perfect. Now, the pleasure is all mine, Christine. Obviously, we're going to talk a lot in the next 25 to 30 minutes, but why don't we start off by you telling us a little bit about yourself? Sure. So as you introduce myself, my name is Christine Liu. I am the expert behind a company called CL Designs. And so I'm a graphic designer who's traded in climbing the corporate ladder for climbing mountains around the world. And I help lifestyle businesses realize their vision and connect with the people most important to them through branding, web design, social content creation, but really focusing in on more of a holistic brand 360 approach. And so saying no to dull and clunky visuals and yes to consistency, creativity, and efficiency really forms the core of my approach. But also, I am the host of a podcast called The Brand Party Podcast, where my guests and I share a lot of fun, honest, to-the-point branding tips that you can implement right away. When you say graphic design, I know there are a lot of technical jargons out there that people use that I'm a graphic designer and everything. I want to know what does it mean to you? Oftentimes, we can get caught up in what is your title because it's easy for people to comprehend or to understand per se, but I don't necessarily attach myself to just graphic design. I think there's it's such a broad term in a way like there's so many nuances that go within the graphic design industry or uh the skill sets that compose to being a graphic designer like you could specialize in just branding you could specialize in just web design for example or so forth but right. i think for me i <laughs> boredom is kind of a common theme in my life that i i can't sit still very well and so that kind of brings me to wanting to just really bring light to this brand 360 approach because i think when people are able to think of what does that holistic 360 approach look like for your life and your business that's where the magic happens and that's interesting because it's relatable because like you said graphic design is something that surrounds us you know it's something so obvious uh, that you see in any firm, in any business, if you're starting, you know, your own company, a startup, graphic design is one of the main things you think of. Yet, you know, people struggle with it. So my question to you, Christine, would be that did you, first of all, struggle with it after finding this passion of yours? And what did you do exactly to know more about it and to get a little bit used to the whole area of graphic design? Yeah, absolutely. I sort of fell into it, to be honest with you, I think. But right. I stopped taking science and math when I needed to back in high school. So okay. <laughs> like arts right. was in my blood from a very young age, and I didn't really right. know anything else. It was kind of my upbringing was like winning coloring contests when I was super young and wow. it slowly grew into this passion that I fell into where I got to also own a streetwear apparel brand called In Lieu of, uh, about seven to eight years ago now. And that was kind of my first dip into entrepreneurship and sort right. of as a creative expression also at the time. But that way, I was really actually not thinking that I would become my own business owner again because uh, I got to work with different startups while I was in university and working into cor corporate culture after I graduated with bigger brands like Walmart, Sportsnet, MLSC, McLean's, like CBC, right. stuff like that. And being exposed to both like the startup world and the corporate world, uh, it was interesting to kind of look into it and kind of pave my own way of what did I like, what didn't I like in order to figure out what did I love most and what did I want to spend my time doing. 
and just sort of fell back into it based on demand and having freelanced on and off for five plus years before taking that official leap to work and travel. Nice. Right. Now, let's break that down for a minute. So you said, okay, at some point of your life, you were taking courses like math, science, physics, chemistry, whatever. But then you realized that your true calling, your true passion is something else. It was, it was something totally different. But then you decided to take that step towards it. Now, I usually hold this question back and ask people in the next half, but I'm just going to throw this right here. Mm-hmm. How much value does creativity holds in your life? Yeah, absolutely. I think that it's everything I do, whether I think so or not. So whether I'm creating breakfast in the morning to dance or fitness, to express myself and my energy, to working on the maybe traditional approach of what does visual communication look like for my clients. It's interesting because I think also whether you just allow space for your creativity to flow, say you're just like taking a shower or you're going on a walk around the city. Those are when sometimes the best ideas come to you. Ideas come to you at all times, like you said, but you got to do something with it, you know, just mm-hmm. recording them in your journal or just keeping them in your head is, is not going to cut it. So like yeah. you said, you took, you took that step towards creativity. Uh, that leads me to my next question. Do you remember the very first time when you were putting your creativity out there, how you felt? Were, were you nervous? Were you vulnerable? Or like, how did it feel? Yeah, I think... I don't even remember the time anymore. Um, maybe you can relate in a sense, but like I think the more you put yourself out there and the more you push your comfort zone, you almost see how much further can you test exactly. the waters, right? Exactly. So maybe you have like a scenario also that you can remember very vividly. But for me, I think it's just a matter of stepping into that and choosing courage over fear versus fear and doubt. Easily said that done, you know, choosing courage over fear. Yeah. But then at the same time, a lot of people are not doing it, you know. And and talking about my experience, I, I'd say that yes, when I was um, releasing my first podcast episode, I wanted everything to be perfect because I was taking into consideration all my families, all my friends were mm-hmm. they going to think of it? They have high expectations for me, so I can't fail. I need to do this. I need to do this. Once I set it out, I realized it's only relative. You know, the next one could be so much better, but I had to put in the first one first. Absolutely. Know where I need to stop, you know. But thanks for thanks for bringing that up. Christine Designs, your website, and actually I'm looking at your website right now, uh, is a mixture of creativity and your own passion for designs and everything. So I want to know more about your website. You know, <laughs> I want to know more about your work. Any recent projects that you're doing right now? Feel free to share. Yeah. So back in the summer of 2019, I decided to take on a challenge also for doing 30 days of lives, for example. So kind of coming back to this idea of Brand360, I think the website is one area that you might approach me and my my business on. But at the same sense, I think the biggest thing that I want people to take away with also is that whether people find you on your website, to Instagram, to on a podcast like we are now, or even in real life, I want there to be an element that's familiar to them. They feel trusted. They understand what they're getting themselves into in a way, if they decide to work with you, for example, if that's the call to action that you're doing. But uh, this way, I wanted to really push myself in terms of showing up for my audience. So this way with the 30 days of lives, it kind of started as uh, whether I show up for two minutes or 20 minutes, like I'm here to provide value. And so then it turned into like a weekly series uh, on Instagram and then turned into my podcast after uh, putting out a poll for my audience. So it's interesting, right. I think, coming back to what we just talked about too, is that 
you have to understand that you, if you want to improve something and to really validate an idea that you're going to likely do it more than once uh, to really make sure that it's not a disservice to people who may have missed out on the opportunity the first time, right? Perfect. No, absolutely. Like you said, the whole brand 360 idea, I'm a fan of it already because it's, it's taken one step, but at the same time, you know, taking it to a different level through different channels. Mm-hmm, exactly. Right. That's amazing. Now, uh, Christine, you said you work with a lot of businesses and you work with startups as well. So I want to ask you, what is your biggest pet peeve in terms of website design? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know what? We tend to overcomplicate things, whether it is website design or even your life. We want to make, we feel like we need to make things hard or we've had to work hard for it in order to succeed, right? And that's not the case. I feel like sometimes things can be effortless. They can be easy. They can be natural to you. And so I want people to keep in mind, especially with website design, that you don't need to be over the top with it. You don't need to be super artsy uh, to make a point of it. Like I think there are injections that you should put in your personality, obviously, to it, to make it a little bit more custom in that way to how you're showing up. But at the same sense, if your dream client or your audience can't navigate easily, then what's the point? They can't find the information they need, right? So instead of putting too many 3D effects, colors and everything that we all like to do because it looks cool, sure. what, what you're saying is think about your customer segments. Would it exactly. appeal to your, to your traffic that you're getting on the website? Exactly. And especially if your audience isn't tech savvy, for example, you want to make it as easy as possible for people to say yes. Maybe, yeah, again, maybe you can relate like as entrepreneurs, we can be very multi-passionate and yeah. Wanting to do a million and one things, but at the exactly. same sense, I think your messaging needs to be clear uh, in terms of the copy, for example, on your website or wherever people are finding you, social captions, stuff like that. But also just making sure that it's focused again. And what does that experience look like? Because I think that attributes back also for your brand 360. If your values, for example, is transparency, then maybe that means putting your prices for your packages, for example. When I was designing my website, I wanted to wanted it to have everything. I wanted to put up so much content out there, so many subscribes button that hey, click come, give me your email address and I'll give you that. Give me that and I'll give you that. But then someone just told me that you know you can do anything you want, but you can't do everything. Mm, yes. So I had to filter out those two to three things that are the most important to me that I want on my website, and I had to get rid of all the fluff. Now it did hurt when I was yeah, putting away all that stuff. But having a minimalistic website really helped. Yeah. And I think you make a great point there is that even though people are coming to find out more about you, for example, especially if you are a solopreneur versus a larger company, for example, then yes, you still want to have your presence on there. But at the same time, your website is an access point for people to meet them where they're at. And it's maybe even more about them and what what you can offer them. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing that, uh, Christine. So we've talked about uh, creativity so far. I want to now dive into the aspect of entrepreneurship. I know you've already introduced the idea that you've worked with a lot of entrepreneurs. You yourself have your own business and everything. But I want to ask you, how does one, after finding out what their true creativity is, whatever their passion is, whether it's singing, acting, writing, drawing, whatever, uh, take the next step into turning it into a business or a venture? I would encourage people to plan more, but I think right. for me, I am, in terms of human design, for example, is something really interesting that I'm looking to learn more about. But uh, 
after realizing I'm a generator, for example, I just dive right, right. into things. I react and kind of just, yeah, that dive in mentality is very much how I approach a lot of areas of my life and my business. And so for me, I just want to test it out and right. figure out if this is something for me or not. And if not, I'm just going to move on, right? There's nothing to be lost there in that sense. Uh, you just learn from it. So I would just tell people as simple as it sounds, it's just about starting. Like uh, similarly how you started your podcast, right? Right. I love Instagram. I have to say it okay. has a, a special place in my heart because I think right. that's where I really get to build community beyond just the visual output of what I create. Like that part right. is really great to express yourself, but also you have to ask yourself in a day and age where we're bombarded by so many ads, so many different uh, call to actions and sales, for example, like what, what is the point what, of right. what you're creating? Cause exactly. I'm very much like you where I don't really like a lot of fluff. I don't, <laughs> you yeah. know, like a lot of that sort of surface level things. I rather dive yeah. deep again and just yeah. understand people and nurture those connections. Cause that's really valuable. It's really interesting how you said it, diving deep. So instead of going wide, you know, pick up two, three things and go really into detail for it. Mm -hmm. I think that type of concept can be applied to one's own personal life as well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and like you said, social media, Instagram, they do play a crucial role in today's digital society, right? It makes it easier for us to not only communicate with each other, but also express our creativity. Mm -hmm. Thanks for bringing that up. Now, uh, talking about creativity, talking about social media. It's time to talk about the Brand Party Podcast. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, tell us all about it, how it started, how the idea began, and what are your um, expectations from it? Yeah. You know, I just finished the first season, so I'm very new to it as well. And so I am officially deciding to do a season two, which I'm really excited. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank Congratulations. you so much. Yeah, likewise. I mean, I hope that people understand when they listen to your podcast that there is so much work that goes in, into it. It doesn't, we just don't show up and then have a fun, like it is a fun conversation, of course. Yeah. yeah you're so lovely. But <laughs> at the same time, there's so much work that goes behind the scenes to prep and to also post-produce uh, and, you know, share this uh, ex expertise with people in the world. So, exactly. Yeah. I, I appreciate what you do for sure. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, it's just a fun way. It's really it's a mix of both solo episodes and with guests where we again, share just fun, honest to the point advice, because for me, yeah. I am very much get it done attitude and no. I can't, I'm not the type of person to sit there for two hour long episodes. It's just not in me. So I, I want to be able to have something valuable that people can take away with. And whether you're at your very beginning stages of your, your business or having the ideation stage to, thinking about rebranding or, you know, going throughout your business for a few years, this is yeah. really going to give you tips that you might have not considered before that you can, yeah, take away right after this episode and put into practice and move the needle forward in your business. Exactly. I agree to every single point Christine just mentioned, you know, all those things will come into play once you start. So what you got to do is what Christine did back in the day, you know, is figuring out what your creativity is looking at analyzing your current situation is this in sync with what i want to do you know if it's not then change your paths and start doing something that would mean so christine likes to post up on instagram and everything i'm going to link her instagram down in the description below uh when it comes to me i like to write christine i don't know whether that's mm. odd or weird or what no. but i think the best way where in which i can 
show my creativity or express myself truly is by writing. Now, Christine, we've, we've talked for the past 15 minutes about creativity, entrepreneurship, and some of the recent projects you're doing. One thing that we haven't touched so far is the mindset. You know, you yeah. can talk about all these things, you can have all these goals, dreams, and aspirations, but you don't have, if you don't have a strong enough mindset, you're not going to get that, right? So we're going to take a short break. And we're going to come back and you know continue this conversation with you. All right? Sit back, relax, and we'll be back in no time. Stretch my hands. going on guys you're listening to the 30th episode of the international connection i'm in conversation with graphic designer christine leo now christine before we went off for a break i asked you about mindset you know what sort of mindset do you think it requires to be in this creativity business right i think i want to preface that obviously this advice is easier said than done it takes practice it takes something different out of you in order to get a different result and so it's really, I'm, I'm trying to learn this myself each step of the way is that you just need to trust the process and believe in yourself because if you don't, as cheesy as it sounds, nobody else is going to believe you. So right. it's, I think it's an inevitable part of the process that quote unquote failure is going to be part of it. But the sooner yeah. that you can fail per se, the sooner you can succeed in your version of success. So I don't believe necessarily in failure, but it's just you either win or you learn. The final result that people see, you know, this podcast, okay, 50 episodes or 100 episodes published, posts on social media, a good website and everything. That just don't happen by itself. Absolutely. 200%. (laughs) Right. So you got to put in the work, like Christine said, you know, Uh, it's okay to have high enough expectations. It's actually good that if it's acting as a motivator for you. But at the same time, like Christine said in the first half, it could be a demotivator because it can distract you from your true path into doing so many different things, adding that fluff to your website that you forget what your true vision. But there are a lot of aspects still that I can't do. I'm not good at. I'm just not good. For example, me personally, I'm, I'm terrible at, at color schemes. Okay. I do not know what goes with what. You know, I'm terrible at that. Um, so how do you find either a team or a best person? And before you answer that question, is it okay to go and ask for help? Absolutely. I think there's something uh, vulnerable in order to be able to put yourself out there and put your, raise your your hand up and say like, I need help. Right. Right. And the reality is we're not good at everything. Uh, Or we also just don't have time or, or capacity as especially one person to do everything. So it's nice to be able to, again, easier said than done, but like let go of certain things uh, in order to make sure that that's something that you can have the resources, whether it is time, money, energy 
to outsource something like that. But I want to give permission to people that you don't need to do everything. So yeah, absolutely. So you said that, okay, it takes time and you shouldn't shy away from asking for help. I think I talk about this a lot in my other podcasts as well. There are a lot of ways in which you can seek for help and people will help you. You know, Mm -hmm. you can go online, join a questionnaire, join a Facebook community, ask the question and they will. So there are no shortage of resources, so to speak, Mm -hmm. uh, in the digital society that we live in today. But at the same time, you know, some people still fail. Me personally, I think it's lack of leadership. Not mm-hmm. because they don't have a, you know, a role model or someone to guide their way, but because they lack leadership from within. Mm. Oh, you know? interesting. Yeah. I know that you're a firm believer in leadership. So I want to know what does leadership mean to you and how do you develop it? Yeah, I think that you just need to take a moment and think about what or why you're doing things because you could do a million and one things again. But at the same time, I think there's something to be said about acting with leadership in terms of like intention and purpose. Those are why people are going to follow along with you and trust you. And so there's a big difference between being strong and bold to just make noise and fluff, but being bold and strong to be, to choose courage over fear and doubt and to lead others, I think is so impactful. Being bold and strong, not only to ask for help, but also, you know, to tell that, okay, what you're doing is not in sync with what you want to do. Changing that. Right. And following your creativity. That's amazing. I, I think through your experience too, like you mentioned on this episode, is that, you know, when you first started your podcast, I felt the same yeah. exact same way. Like, oh, what are people going to think this and that? But at the same sense, there's so much courage that goes into putting your yeah. stake in the ground and saying, I'm going to do this because I see so much value out of how I can help people. Right. Yeah, absolutely. See, uh, someone once told me, and I, and I apologize for misquoting it if I am, that, um, you know, if your haters see you walking on the water, they're going to comment upon that you can't swim, you know? Yeah. So people who are doing something or putting their content out there and are getting hate, that mm-hmm. is a natural process, you know? If that's happening, that means you're doing something good. Nobody throws stones at empty trees. They throw stones at trees that bear fruit, right? Because they want what uh, they have. I feel that's that. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> so... And again, I wish I wish this was mine, but I stole it from somewhere, you know. So as long as, like Christine said, as long as you're putting the content out there, you're being creative, uh, just, just be in the process and you'll get the results. Mm-hmm. Right. Christine, again, thank you so much um, for being on the International Connection and sharing these thoughts with us. Before we end this podcast, I want to give you the stage so that you can tell us where we can find you. Thank you so much for having me, first of all, Jag. I'm so excited to share this space with all your listeners on the International Connection Podcast. And so if you do want to find out more about me and my work for CL Designs, people can come find me at christinelldesigns.com. And I'm always on Instagram, basically. So come follow along at underscore C-L-I-E-U and at Brand Party Podcast. So the fun doesn't need to end here. I want to personally invite everyone who's listening to this podcast for the after party for the Brand Party Challenge, which is happening in February. So on Monday, February 17th, uh, we are kicking off for five days of branding exercises, a masterclass and live Q&A in order to support you with from an expert and also a community that has your back so that you can learn the clarity, consistency, and conversions that will allow you to finally take that vacation that you're so deserving of without the guilt that you should be working on your business while others struggle and make procrastination their middle name. So if you want to RSVP and to 
learn about how you can create your bold legacy that you're so deserving of today and design the life you've always wanted, then I would love to have you part of the brand party challenge. So you can visit christineldesigns.com slash brand dash party dash challenge to join in on the fun now. Perfect. And obviously I'm going to add all the links that Christine mentioned down in the description. If you have any questions, reach out to Christine on her website or just email me and I'll, and I'll forward it to her. My three key takeaways from today's episode was like Christine said, uh, be bold and strong. That's number one. Number two, uh, leadership comes from within. And number three, be efficient in what you do. You know, get rid of all the fluff, keep it simple and uh, express your creativity. Christine, thank you so much for being on the International Connection Podcast. Um, I would love the opportunity to have you as a guest again. So if there's anything, uh, anything interesting that you're doing or any other project that you start and you want to take help with the International Connection, door is always open for you all right i really had a blast talking to you today best of luck with all your future experiences and to my listeners out there thanks for tuning into the 30th episode this is such a big milestone could not have been possible without you i'm going to see you next week with another guest thank you so much 